Thought Leadership Podcast. Hey, what up, my friends? My name is Pastor Mark Carter. Welcome to the Bible Leadership Podcast. We like to say that we're connecting your Bible to your leadership and your leadership to your Bible. Our mission is to bring you a weekly dose of Bible-centered leadership coaching that will foster greater confidence, improve your leadership instincts, and keep you leading from a heart that is connected to Jesus. So what do we do when there's someone who's subtly sabotaging our leadership? Recently, I was talking with Dr. Tracy Jones, and one of the topics of conversation that we hovered on for a minute was the topic of Judas's. I want to share part of that conversation with you today. If you're going to lead anything for very long, I think it's inevitable that you're going to run into a Judas. And a Judas is a very difficult situation, even with Jesus himself. While Jesus is talking about the fact that somebody's going to betray him in Matthew 26, 25, Judas looks him straight in the face and says, surely it's not I, Rabbi. Now the dude is about to do it, and yet he has the brashness to say this to the master. What is a Judas? A Judas is someone who's on your team but actually, at least on some level, they're working against you. Maybe they don't buy into your leadership all the way. Maybe they have some personal grudge or unsanctified trauma that never really allows them to entirely work with you. Maybe they've still got some emotional immaturity that keeps them from recognizing how honor works in the kingdom. Maybe they have a poor, they had a poor leader in the past, and you remind them of that person on some level, and so there's kind of this nasty reaction that they have to you, even when they should be trying to learn how to work through that and honor you and Jesus at the same time. Now, it may be important to recognize that we can actually be a Judas in someone else's life, at least on some level, for a season, even when only unintentionally. God doesn't sanctify everything out of us immediately, and sometimes we don't really know how to do right until we've learned that we spent a season doing some things wrong. This podcast is not to beat down anyone that's made a mistake, or maybe you even betrayed somebody only to later realize what was really going on in your own heart. Instead, I just want to encourage leaders that it doesn't mean you did anything wrong if you discover there's a Judas actually on your team. If Jesus had a Judas on his team, then we can have a Judas on our team. Even so, a Judas is going to make everything about leading harder. We want to hedge against such things, and we want to respond in the right way when we discover that it is happening. We don't want to waste a bunch of time really hoping that this is just going to go away when that is never going to happen. I think we're all going to have some takeaways from this. Now, Dr. Tracy has a lot more to share on the next episode, but I thought in this small part where we talked about Judas's, it was really important that we hear it ASAP. So here's part of my recent interview with Dr. Tracy Jones of Tremendous Leadership. Take a listen. You mentioned, you know, we spoke before this recording and you mentioned what I think is so uh, a topic that needs to be talked about more, the role of Judas's. Like there was just Judas's maybe attracted to your leadership or somehow you you came in contact with them. Um, I think every anybody that's really trying to do anything for God is going to have Judas's even Jesus had a Judas. So right. everyone's going to have a Judas. What right. did you, you know, what, what advice would you give? Let's, let's pull the car over to the side of the road for a minute and just talk about Judas's. You know, what advice would you give to folks? Maybe they have a Judas. Maybe they've, they don't know what to do. You know, they want to be Christian. They want to be nice, but they're, they're surrounded by yeah. these folks that, uh, I don't know if they're really for me or the team. What would you, what have you learned about that? 
Well, I, thank you so much because this is really what I'm most passionate about and what I've, uh, God's put me through the ringer in this so I can get clarity and help and share with other people. Um, there's different types of followers. Jesus had, you know, a, a multitude, very few followed him, the 12 apostles, but then his three closest. Um, even if you look at Peter, who was one of his closest, Peter was kind of an alienated follower. Peter kind of had this um, snark and he would challenge Jesus a lot. Okay. And um, God, I had to put Peter in his place. I, I, I like Peter because I can identify with Peter, but Peter's like, no, 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 Jesus, you know, let me tell you how it is. And, and very bold and brazen and usurpy of Peter, but Peter's heart was always in the right place. He yeah. was always all in. So that's where, if you have somebody in your camp, that's a, a critical thinker, um, and a little bit of a maverick, you can always rein them back in as long as they're all in. But when you get to a Judas, for people that are, uh, and I, I know you're going to know what I'm talking about, there's certain things people in your organization have said. I, I say the mass slips off. You hear a tone, or you hear something said under their breath, or you hear something, and your God nudge goes, wait. Wait, um, I would highly encourage you to um, go to take that to the Lord and then read up, get on Christian blogs, read Christian books, because trust me, um, your spiritual radar, uh, your spiritual um, intelligence is, is, not, is never wrong. So Henry Cloud has a great book, um, Necessary Endings, wow. and he talks about the wise person the foolish person and the evil person, the wise person. mm, We love that. That's Jesus closest. The foolish person. I would put Peter in there sometimes because he was even, you know, a little bit, or maybe even a Jonah, um, just hysterical personality. Come on, Jonah, quit whining. Just do it. You really, you know, but in the end he did it begrudgingly, but he still did it. Um, But then you have the evil people and they're very real and they're in your camp right now. And um, I'm reading Michael Youssef's book, Saving Christianity. And if you really want to talk about what's going on in the community and how we are, are detracting away from the gospel and getting into all these social issues, man, you got to watch it. And they're well-meaning people, but there's something insidiously wrong about this. And so when you see these Judases, I would get counsel. I would go online about what to do because you're not the first person that this happened to. And then um, you have to come up with a plan of attack. You have to come up with a plan of attack. You have to deal with it. And somebody gave me some great advice. They even said to the, sit down with the person and say, hey, I'm, I'm detecting this, or I heard you say this. Could you unpack this for me? And um, you're going to find out if they're just going through a tough time and they have just a little bit of a critical or a bitey spirit, which happens to us all, or you're going to find out if they're entrenched and you're going to hear them say things and you're going to go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, they... I, they really are not on the same page as me. And you're going to have to deal with that. If you don't, it will deal with you. So that's what do you think keeps, I, I, that sounds so wise. What do you, what do you think keeps Christian leaders from, from doing that, from leaning in Some are like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't know if that's really Christian to do that. And maybe I'm oh, judging their heart or, you know what? I, yeah, because because we have taken the gospel and turned it into this whole love fest, okay? Jesus had a hand of justice. There is a hard side of Jesus. And God loves us all. I was interviewing a guy yesterday. He's like, you know, Jesus loves us all. We need to be kind. I said, yeah, God loves us all. And God hates sin. And somebody in your house that's, um, God hates a lying heart. He hates people that speak 
ill against um, their employer. He hates lazy people. He hates subversive people. He hates, I'm sorry, behaviors. He loves the people. He hates the sin. So, you know, I, I think we have this thing where we have to love everybody and not deal um, truth and love. And Jesus really laid it on the line with some people so hard that um, many of them just scurried away and said, ouch, that hurts too bad. Even when he, when he told the masses, hey, this is what you got to do. Follow me. Most of them walked away. Yeah. He didn't say, I'm going to love you. Just hang out with me. I'm, I'm love. I love, you know, so we, we have to be honest. So I think we've got this, this uh, too far to um, the grace side. Um, not that it's all hellfire, but this is serious stuff. And anybody you allow in your camp that you know is not all in, you're blocking the blessing pipeline. And until you realize that there's also a certain element of fear, because when you realize you have a snake in your midst, you know what's coming. They're going to tear it down. They're going to sue you. They're going to slam your reputation. It's coming. Trust me. Henry Cloud talks about it in his book. You know, they're scorpions and they may act like they're not, but scorpions sting. So when you unmask them, be prepared for the blowback, but do it because the longer you wait, the, the, the worse it is. That's such a good advice. So practical. And it's, I found it to be true. I think Christians, they just want to hope and hope and hope that something will change but it won't. Yeah. And you can give them that. I, give them the one, two, three, just like, um, because really it's conflict resolution. And, and Mark's very clear about that. Um, you know, you meet with them one-on-one, -on -one, you mm -hmm. go to them with the team, and then what do you do? You separate until there's some kind of redemption and restoration, you know, but we don't even do that in churches. We allow horrible behaviors to stay in our midst and we wonder why, where's the blessing? Yep. And I We're think that, supposed to police each other in a beautiful way, but still police one another. And I think that's one of the roles the leader needs to remember is, yes, I'm here to love people, but I'm also here to protect what God is doing, even if it's from Christians. Like I've been given a responsibility to steward this thing. And I can't just have some, you know, you know, if I had an animal just by taking bites out of it and hurting the thing, I'd have to say, look, I don't care what you do, but you can't do that here. And I have to remove beautiful. It. That's perfect. And, and, you know, there's an old, there's a, a secular terminology, familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah. And I think with Christianity, we think, well, we're all brothers and sisters. Are we? And just cause you're, I've heard somebody say to me, well, cause we're family or we're, or, or brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, we, we, we can kind of get away with that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just because you're going to be forgiven doesn't mean that's an abuse of grace. And so I think we just, um, we don't live to the standard that God has for us in interacting. And, but I'm telling you, it's scary. Listen, my hat's off to anybody dealing with this, but I'm telling you, I let it go on for far too long. Mm -hmm. And in each case, it costs me financially, spiritually, it cost a piece of me. It, 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 it shattered my ability, to, my belief in myself. Should I even be running a company? So I'm with you. It's scary, but um, find resources, get counsel. Henry Cloud talks about it, uh, get help and, and just deal with it, route it out. I think that's so, I think maybe one other thing that's scaring people about that today is there's such an optics thing. Everybody's afraid to be canceled. Everybody's afraid that if they do something that's a little, that anyone could take any issue with, it's going to go online and everyone's going to denounce this person or whatever. And so there's a real fear of like, if I do this, what does that do? 
to me. Oh, it will. And they'll take it out there. And then you'll know this is the snake I thought. But you know what? I I had this magnet somebody gave me on my fridge many, many years ago uh, because I dealt with this in secular organizations too. And it said, it's not the people you fire who give you the most problems. It's the ones you don't. And that goes to that procrastination about dealing with it. And as far as cancel culture, um, you know, remember, God and Psalms, I read Psalms and Proverbs, five Psalms and one Proverbs every day. It's very clear that when people come and slander you, God will take care of seeking revenge and retribution. So you go, you do what you got to do. He knows this and um, your reputation, I'm sorry, your public persona your public reputation, but your character will be intact. And your reputation is so fickle anyways. At a moment's notice, anybody can put anything up about you, put a crappy review on Amazon, and just slaughter you. Fake reviews, people just love laying in bed, ruining a... Don't worry about it. Stay Stay on point with the mission. Let God run interference and protection. And that's a word right there. I hope somebody's listening to that. That's some good stuff. Well, friends, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, as always, if you're new to the podcast, you can get the free ebook at BibleLeadership.com, How to Attract Positive Change. Don't forget to pick up some Bible Leadership Podcast swag, like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or stickers or a notebook. And please don't forget to subscribe. If this has been helpful, join me over at BibleLeadership.com, Facebook. You can subscribe in your podcast app, and you can check out my YouTube channel. Also consider, please, sharing this podcast on social media, leave a review in iTunes, and consider checking out our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash Bible Leadership. All right, my friends, lead strong today.